Hello and welcome to Heads or Tails. I am your host, Indiana. And I am your other host, Jasper Jett. And we really like to talk about biology and the living things. The way the show works is that we record in pairs and each pair of episodes is one of us having picked a topic for the other one to go off and research and then come back and tell each other about. Every other episode, we flip coins to decide who goes next in the next pair of episodes. We didn't flip last time, so we are flipping this time. Correct. Top of the episode disclaimer. We're not experts. Our research is super duper light. Do your own research and do it more in depth than we do if you would like to consider yourself to, like, know things. These are just kind of little primaries, little things to throw people at to get them interested in some animals and other living things that we think are super cool. Yeah, I think that's all of our uh, housekeeping stuff. And before we really get into the episode, I just want to talk about why we're doing terrestrial hermit crabs specifically. So we did, well over a year ago, we did an episode that was like a couple little mini episodes about all of the different kinds of pets we've had. And I forgot to mention that I had had hermit crabs and I adored my hermit crabs. And so I am rectifying that mistake by talking about hermit crabs now. <laughs> so, let us talk about the terrestrial hermit crabs, at least the kinds we keep as pets. For basic information, and we're doing two different species here, and I'm doing both species at once in all of this because I'm extra and I love hermit crabs. <laughs> so they have the same genus name that I meant to look up how to pronounce and did not. Conobita? Canobita? Uh, which is a convoluted pun on the hermit in hermit crab, as in, like, a religious hermit. There's some etymology in there, like it comes from Greek by way of Latin, but, like, that's a bit much for a podcast that isn't about linguistics. <laughs> so moving on to the individual species, starting with the... Why did I put this name in here so many times? Canobita. Uh, Clypatus, or the Caribbean hermit crab, also known as the purple pincher, its species name means armed with a shield. It has a big, usually purple, claw that it can use to block the opening of its shell if it feels uh, threatened. These ones can grow to be about six inches in diameter, which is about the size of a person with like a big fist, like the kind of person where you look at their fist and go like, that is a big fist and or a baseball slash softball, if that means anything to you. Outside of the claw, they're usually a red color, and I'm pretty sure that of the hermit crabs that we had, we had one of these, and that one was my favorite. The other species name is Canobita compressus, or the 
Ecuadorian hermit crab, its species name means to compress. They can be up to about 12 millimeters in length, which is less than half an inch. It's very, very small. They're usually tan, or though they can be other colors such as yellow or orange, and sometimes they have a kind of bluish or greenish tint. Cool, cool. And that's all of my basic information, and it is now time for questions. This is fun because I don't know anything about hermit crabs. I never had them as pets. It was just one of the types of pets that I never had. I, I don't know why. Maybe because I already had too many freaking pets growing up. This is one of the things where I was like, you want to do a hermit crab episode? We'll do a hermit crab episode. And I went to go write my questions and I was like, oh god, there's more than one. So what is the difference between the two commonly kept species? So the Caribbean hermit crab is bigger. Those are the ones with the purple pinterclaw. They also have slightly different eye shapes. Ecuadorian hermit crabs are more oval-shaped and thicker, and they have uh, more comma-shaped eyes, and Caribbean hermit crabs have more circular ones. But the biggest one is definitely size. Cool, cool, cool. All right. And for each of these little guys, uh, where are they native to? I mean, the name kind of gives it away, but where are they native to? (laughs) Yeah, so the Caribbean hermit crab is native to the area around the Caribbean, and the Ecuadorian hermit crab is native to the area around Ecuador, also Chile. For people who are as bad at geography as I am and have no idea where those countries are, it's the western Atlantic, sort of around Florida, for Americans who know where Florida is, and the Ecuador is on the eastern Pacific, up and around the top of South America. God, I wish I didn't know where Florida was. You live there. <laughs> All right. Talk about these little guys. Fossil records. Okay, so hermit crabs themselves don't tend to fossilize. So we don't tend to find a hermit crab in the fossil record. What we find are shells that hermit crabs lived in. And we can check in and see their like wear and tear marks associated with hermit crabs living in them. Like, certain areas will be thinner than they would have been if there hadn't been a hermit crab living in there. And sometimes we can find a couple of little indications of, like, a little bit of the hermit crab that did fossilize. Which is super neat. The earliest known hermit crab traces that we found date back to about the mid-Jurassic. Which is so cool. I love fossils. (laughs) Fossils are fun. Fossils are great. (laughs) Fossils are fun. Here's a fun fact about me. I have in my house a bone shelf. My girlfriend hates it. She hates the bone shelf that sits and looks at our bedroom. (laughs) I love the bone shelf I have. One of my prized possessions, just because we're talking about fossils and I like to pad out episodes anyways. One of my very prized possessions, my dad bought me a fossilized whale vertebrae. I also have, I think, a fossilized dolphin tooth and a fossilized shark vertebrae. For some reason, the bone that I own the most of is I've got about 13, 14, 15, no, 17 (laughs) spine vertebrae from different animals. (laughs) I want more more skulls. I only have one skull, but I've got 17 vertebrae. I... I can tell you specifically, one whale, one shark, two tegu, and 13 ball python vertebrae. <laughs> I'm impressed. 
uh, thank you. Yeah. My girlfriend hates it, but she did. She does support me. She bought me my only complete skeleton. I have a complete bat skeleton. Neato. Anyway, we should probably get back to like the episode of the podcast we're recording. <laughs> I like fossils. I like bones. So we're getting sort of farther away from basic hermit crab things and more into like pet care questions. So my next question is. Can you keep multiple together? Yes, you absolutely should. They are very, very social creatures, despite the name hermit. Like, they really do like to band together. And you should keep them not only in, like, multiple, like, a small herd of them. You you need a lot of them for them to, like, be social and be happy and be, like, healthy and thriving and stuff they, they they do really 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 well in groups and you should always make sure you, you get at least two but preferably more cool cool that seems like a fun thing to own i would like to have a little hermit crab tank all right so we talk about stuff like this when we talk about like pet episodes like bearded dragon corn snakes syrian hamsters oftentimes small pets like these guys get badly mistreated what are some common errors that people make owning these little cuties as pets don't get a painted shell i know they look really pretty but the paint ships off and then they eat the paint and that's bad for them because you shouldn't eat paint and so it'll shorten their lifespan by a lot because it's poison you are if you get a painted shell you are unintentionally if you got one previously and going forward listening to this episode intentionally poisoning your hermit crab Ooh. so just phase out the painted shells and don't don't use painted shells another really big one is you can't use fish tank gravel for like the bottom of their tanks because it makes them really hard for them to be able to molt so you need to get something like soil or sand for that That's cool. Those are both things that I didn't know because I was kind of just thinking in my head, wouldn't it be cool for me to have a hermit crab tank so that I could paint all their shells? Uh, no. (laughs) Also, that's really cool because, like, I am a reptile person, and in reptile keeping, it's a very hotly debated subject, but generally it is frowned upon to use sand as substrate. So that's interesting. Final question, because I feel like this can be a long one. Can you give a a really basic rundown of proper care? Obviously, this isn't like a pet care guide, but basics. Basics, basics, with the knowledge that if you are actually going to buy one, do more research than this. But this is like, should I even consider getting one? Basics. Right. God, please do in-depth research before you get pets. Big tank. Big, big tank. Mm-hmm. You need to keep them in groups, and you need to make sure that each hermit crab has enough space wherever you get them. If you get two small hermit crabs, and you really should be getting more as we discussed, you can have a 10-gallon fish tank. There's a 20-gallon minimum for four, and if you have any big ones, or for four small ones, if you have any big ones, you need to get a 55-gallon tank to start seriously these things live on beaches they take up a lot of room you got to give them places to wander you also want to give them things to climb on and things to dig under and explore like rocks and stuff they are nocturnal by nature so if you have like those really fancy led automatic day cycle lights those would be nice you want to make sure they're fed at night so like if you have a 
sleep schedule where you sleep during the night, you'd be feeding them before you go to bed. You got to make sure their environment is humid enough, and you also need to keep it at around the right temperature, which is 72 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit, or about 23 to 27 degrees Celsius. You got to make sure they have a lot of shells to choose from when they need to, because uh, they molt twice a year, and they get bigger twice a year because of that, and so they're going to need to move into a new shell twice a year. So you got to make sure there are lots of shells around them for them to pick through and for them to choose. You want, again, we already mentioned that you need to make it soil or sand so that it's easier for them to molt. Don't touch them while they're molting. They're going to get kind of still and stop eating for a little bit, but drink a bunch of water. That's fine. If you touch them in that, it they can go into shock, which is really bad. And don't touch the molt. When they're done molting, they eat it for calcium. And, and they need the calcium after the molt, so just let them eat their own skin. <laughs> don't touch the shell pretty much ever. Don't pick them up by the shell ever at all, especially if it's already in your hands. That's probably the most likely time you're going to get pinched because they're going to think they're in danger or being pulled away. If they do pinch, you can put them in water and that will get them to release them. It's kind of stressful for them because they think they're drowning. So just make sure they're happy and healthy and thriving and they won't get stressed enough to pinch you. Ooh. They really need a lot of variety in their diet, so you can get them hermit crab food, but you should also substitute that with fruits and veggies for them to eat as well, and make sure you clean out the uneaten food in the morning so that it doesn't go bad. This is kind of long, but I'm really passionate about them, and it's an important thing to note that a lot of hermit crabs get super badly mistreated. They live about 30 to 40 years. Oh. And most people think hermit crabs die in a few months because most people haven't been able to keep their hermit crabs alive for more than a few months. Oh. So they're seen as, like, cute, quick pets, but they're actually, they require, like, not ridiculous amounts of specialized care, but they do require some specialized care. And they're going to live for a long, long time. They're commitment pets, not something you get, like, for your kid as kids, you know. That's crazy! Yeah, no, they live a really long time, and you have to make sure you take really good care of them. And they're really cool pets, like, they're, they're super neat, and I like them a lot. I promised story—well, I didn't promise story time. I was gonna promise story time, and then I forgot, but now it's time for story time. Because I had hermit crabs, and I want to talk about them for a little bit. I can't remember what we named them. We might not have, but they were my darlings. As much as an eight-year-old can said to be have pets that they consider darlings. Our bigger one, which was the one that was probably a Caribbean hermit crab, was my particular favorite. Everybody else was kind of scared of his very big claw, but I thought he was super neat. And he was comfortable enough around me to just sort of climb around on my hands without me needing to, like, coax him onto my hand or anything. He would just kind of willingly walk on me, which is sort of one of those oh my god, I'm magic Disney princess moments. <laughs> like, sort of one of those things where, like, if a bird's chilling on you or a dragonfly lands on your finger where you're like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. The other one was kind of mean, but now that I'm older, <laughs> he was probably just stressed. <laughs> 
which kind of sucks, but, like, it's not something that I knew at the time, and just because of how my family is, we're all a bunch of nerds, we were probably doing the best with the information that was available at the time, since recently there's been a lot of people suddenly realizing that we've been taking care of hermit crabs really badly. So I can't, like, be super guilty about information, about not acting on information that I didn't have. But moving forward, my next eventual set of hermit crabs will live in hermit crab paradise, and I will dote upon these little hermit crabs. I just, I'm, they're sweet. I can't believe they live so long. Yeah, they live a really long time. They're also related to coconut crabs. Which are dope. Mm-hmm. That's like, a, as long as ball pythons can live. That's crazy. That does make sense, though, because when I went to the Reptile Expo, there was a table that was selling hermit crab kits, and it's, like, the smallest size critter keeper. No. And it's like, it can live in this. Here's your one hermit crab in your tiny critter keeper. Yeah, I mean, some of it is, like, it's more recently that people are realizing that, oh, oh no, oh no, no, no. So, I guess that's why I didn't know they lived very long, because people keep them like that. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just one of those things where you kind of have to absorb the new information and move forward to be better about it. Okay, so that's all of the information, which means it's time for the shout-out. So, if this is your first episode for people, we try to end off our episodes by shouting out smaller businesses, usually black or otherwise person of color owned they don't sponsor any of this we just think it's neat and we think that places should use a little bit more love this episode i picked lavender leaps and leotards they are a clothing store that specializes in dance and gymnastics gear they also have options for custom sizing if you're plus sized which is super cool but they have things like they'll go out and they'll get like darker skin toned leotards for people who need skin toned leotards. It's super cool. You can find them at lavenderleapsandleotards.com. And if you have never owned dance tights, they're amazing. They are the best tights in the world. They are fantastic. Treat yourself to them. <laughs> they're great. They're also warm, so you can like wear you're like show off your legs when it's colder out and not freeze to death <laughs> it's fantastic i love dance tights and then also just i love dance so like while you're buying dance tights you can look and see if there are dance studios in the area and take some lessons when you're vaccinated because pandemics that's true <laughs> it's great you will be sore in places you didn't know you could be sore and you will also learn how to dance <laughs> and Enough of those digressions, it is now time for the coin flip. Yes, it is. I have a little bit of wax on uh, my table here because I was doing diamond painting, which is where you take a little stick and you dip it in wax and you pick up a tiny rhinestone and it's kind of like a paint by number. You put it in the corresponding little dot and it makes up a, a picture. It just hits the right part of my brain sometimes. And so I was doing that, and one of the things that, that comes with is wax to dip your little tool in to pick up the things. And so it's like a little pink square of wax, and one side has plastic covering it, because that's the bottom, and then one side is the top that I dip my pen in. It's kind of confusing, but if some people know what I'm talking about. Anyways, the bottom is going to be tails that's covered in plastic, and the top is going to be heads. So heads or tails? I'm going to go with tails. 
Tails, okay. So Tails will be your episode next and Heads will be mine next. So let's go. Heads. So that's me. Yes, that's it. That is you. What, a, what topic are we doing next time? So get ready for the next episode. That is going to be me doing one all about horses. I awoke my inner horse kid writing the episode, the questions for that episode. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. So do not miss that. Yes. And with all of that, I have been Indiana. And I have been Jasper Jet. And this podcast has been Heads or Tails. You can find us at Heads or Tails 20 on Twitter, Heads or Tails Official Podcast on Facebook, or email us at Heads or Tails Official Podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. We didn't flip a coin last time, so we flip a coin this time. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and restart that sentence. Okay. I'll take a picture of it. <laughs>